Welcome to The Weekly Kate, a pop culture podcast that wants to spill the tea and explain all the things. As an ICU nurse who frankly needed a break during the pandemic, and since pop culture is my passion anyways, I decided to start this podcast as an outlet and a source of happiness for not just me, but for all of you. Join me each week as myself and many guests, most of whom are my family and friends, break down the latest entertainment news, royal news, reality gossip, bravo drama, and I even insert a few things from my own crazy life. I can't wait for you to get to know me and the show, and I hope you will join me on this adventure to spill it all. Make sure to subscribe and follow the show for more at The Weekly Kate for up-to-date news and content. Hello and welcome back to the Weekly Kate, the weekly show where I, Kate Bad, tell you everything you need to know what's going on in the world. And I have not had a show in two weeks because there was a hurricane. Oh my God. <laughs> you guys. I don't know why I call this show the Weekly Kate because since I changed the names, and if you've been here from the beginning when it was 32 Pod, I thought Weekly would be like, like, better for engagement and like better for what's the word like I uh, to identify me easier you know but I don't think the show has been weekly (laughs) maybe I should rename it the sometimes Kate that's what it should be because I like it has been you guys it's been so crazy I don't know if most of you are in Florida or out of Florida I don't really know anymore because I don't look at the metrics because they just like depress me But if you are a victim of Hurricane Ian, I am so sorry. I am here with you. I can't believe it. It's, it's too much. It's, oh my God. And I, you know, obviously my thoughts and my family's thoughts and prayers and resources are going to the people who are affected most. And that is not us. We are very blessed. We are very lucky. You know, it's devastating, for many people, many people in our county, many people in the state. It's so awful. Please help in any way you can. I will add in the show notes and on my Instagram to um, legitimate resource places and legitimate places where you can donate money because I know that a lot of things pop up in times of need that aren't exactly, you know, where we want our money to go. So just know that I will provide the the right things for, for people of relief. But I promised a hurricane episode and I'm going to bring it to you only because I was locked in the hospital for the hurricane. And if you have questions about that, I want to answer them for you because it was an experience and it was something. So I lived through Irma in 2017. Oh my God, my fucking Siri. Hold on. Jeez. She's so bossy. Did you hear that? Anyway, um, my husband and I got married in 2017, three weeks after Irma hit, which I thought for my, at least like young adult life, that that would be it. Like, I don't live in a delusion that I live in Florida that like, I'm never going to have a hurricane ever again. That was it. I know people who lived through Andrew and then Wilma and then Irma. So like about every... 10 years, let's say. But Irma was in 20, it was five years ago, it was 2017. So like 
I thought I had five years left before I had to like really hurricane worry, you know? And we live in a place in Florida that thankfully has never been completely devastated by a hurricane. And that is because as per legend says, the land is blessed by the former Indian tribes that lived here. I guess there's a Indian princess who's buried here. The story changes based on who you ask and like what Google says, but essentially like the land was good to them. So they blessed it for future people. And then maybe a princess is buried here. Maybe I'm listen, I'm going to choose to believe it. I have no reason not to. I am very grateful and very thankful that we don't have damage. Thank God. But anyway, I'll I'll get to that. Um, if you're already this far in the episode, I do want to just like soft launch. I'm revealing a surprise at the end. I'm not pregnant, so like get over that. So that's not it. But you will understand. <laughs> you will understand why I've been such a lunatic in the past couple weeks on this show. It's all gonna make sense, but just bear with me. Okay, so last week I work Monday and I'm like, dude, I have three weather apps on my phone. They're all telling me there's a hurricane. The hospital system is like, oh, you know, we're monitoring this the tropical storm closely. It is no longer a tropical storm. It's a category of three hurricane. I don't know what kind of maps and things you're looking at, but I'm looking at what the Navy gives us, what NASA gives us, and the Weather Channel, and I'm telling you that there's a hurricane. <laughs> And you're not telling me that I have to commit to work. So I volunteer since Irma to be on team A at work. And team A means that I am in the hospital and I stay through the duration of the storm. Team B, and some people have team C. I don't really know what that means. But team B comes in after the storm for the duration that team A was there to work and relieve team A. So I was there for two days. So that after those two days, team B worked for two days. So the whole week schedule is kind of a wash because it's, you know, a natural disaster and an emergency. So I work Monday, Tuesday, and I'm like, hello, <laughs> there's a hurricane. So I find out Monday night that I have to report as Team A Tuesday night, but I work Tuesday morning because I work days now. So I had to pack Monday. And like, you're being like, I know you're thinking, why did you pack? Like you're, yes, I packed half my house. I'm not even kidding you. I had cases of water, tons of food, like, cause they, you have to assume you're going to be stuck there for, I assumed we'd be there for four days. Cause had we had a storm surge, I don't know that we would have been able to leave the hospital. And you have to assume that at a certain point, the hospital will run out of resources and you have to feed yourself which is a really scary thought, but like it's happened in places. So like, I'm not taking any chances. You know me, I'm a gluten-free queen. Like I am not taking chances with my food or water. Like, no, I was very brave and brought one of my 40 ounce Stanley cups because it's like a comfort thing at this point during the hurricane. I put my name all over it and I told everyone, I said, so help me God, if anyone takes this mug, I will lose my shit. <laughs> and they were all like, we got it it's going to be okay. It's like, it's not going to be okay. Cause I am scarred for life from Irma. I had to shove my wedding dress in a plastic box in case it floated away. Like it was a really, it was horrible. 
anyway, so I'm packing and my husband's like, this is a lot of shit. I filled my whole car. I packed every air mattress I could find because I know someone doesn't have one and sheets and blankets and pillow, blah, 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 blah. And it's all in my car. Like Tuesday, I leave Tuesday morning and I'm like, I may come home and my house might be in a completely different state. I don't know. My husband stayed at our house with his family during the storm. He put up our shutters. I have like really hilarious footage of him putting up our shutters from our driveway camera that he forgot that we have. (laughs) I mean, I can't distribute it. It's not funny, but it's funny to me. He worked very hard and tirelessly to put those up. And I am so grateful because I don't do that. No, I don't. I don't do that. So anyway, we're there. And then it's like, where do you sleep? You don't sleep with patients like in their rooms, obviously. So actually where I work, the whole ICU has windows. So we have to move all the patients out of the ICU. So some people can sleep in there if they want to risk the windows breaking, which some people actually did. But we cleared out a waiting room, like what would normally be the waiting room for visitors. There's no visitors during the hurricane. So we cleared it out and it was like air mattress city like a ton of air mattresses. Me and my friend Leanne, who you know, because we went to the Backstreet Boys together, um, decided to share her queen size, like really big air mattress. It was like, it got to the height of like a regular bed. But the thing about sleeping next to her and like, she's wonderful. She's great. No problems, but she's five feet tall. (laughs) I'm so afraid that I would roll over and she'd fly off the bed. (laughs) She didn't. She was fine. (laughs) She was okay. But it was nerve-wracking. And then we couldn't turn lights off. Like, I guess in the room that we picked, there were, like, lights for safety that are on all the time. So the first night we were there, we were sleeping with the lights on. Which, like, I'm overstimulated enough. There's a hurricane. I'm separated from my husband. I'm sleeping in a room full of people. There's noises. There's – I'm in a hospital. Like – this is also freaking bizarre. Like I even asked, like the room I slept in was all girls, which I don't think was on purpose. It just happened that way. And I was like, so what's the bra situation? Like, what is everybody doing? Like, are we going to, are we braless? Are we sleeping in bras? Like, what am I supposed to expect? Because I don't want to be this freak who walks around in no bra when everyone else has bras on. You know, but I don't, I don't normally sleep in a bra. Like if that's controversial, let me know. But like, I I typically do not. So I was like, what's the protocol? Like, this is so abnormal to sleep next to your coworkers. Like it's so abnormal to sleep at work. Like there, like there's no rules and not that I'm asking for rules. I just like, didn't want to be the odd man out and like doing weird things, you know, like I didn't. So essentially it was unanimous that like, we were all team no bra, which is fine. Like, again, we're all nurses here. Like, it's all fine. Like, no, no judgment. It's just like, what's everyone's comfort level? Because, like, it's not a slumber party. And while it'd be nice to think about it that way, it's fucking not. Like, <laughs> it's not. And then in the morning, we got to get up and go to work, which is weird. And we were all like, do we wake up at a collective time? Do we wake up together? Like, are people's alarms going to be going off? That ended up not being an issue because – one of my coworkers was quite loud when she woke up. So the rest of us stirred and woke up. But it was kind of like, what do we do? And like, when do we decide to go to sleep? Like it, it was it was bizarre. It's it's just crazy. It's bizarre. And so the next day, it was kind of nice because like 
I was like laying down to like 615. I was like, I don't have to commute. I'm already here. You know, like that, that must be sweet for people who have a really short commute. Anyway, so I had the patient I had the day before, but can I tell you, it was the most distracted workday of my whole life. Constantly looking at the weather, constantly looking at windows because we had power and Wi-Fi internet the whole time. So we were getting all of the, all of the information for the duration of the storm, which was horrifying and, inf- and informative. But then, I, you know, I lost communication with my husband because cell towers went kind of down. I lost, I was watching my driveway camera to watch the rain and the wind. I lost Wi-Fi when my house lost power. Like, you know, like suddenly it's like you can't contact anyone. But we're still like hooked up and live, you know? And at one point, the weather channel's feed went out, which like is really bad. <laughs> like, you know, it's bad when they can't even get the information to you. You know, it was just, it was awful. And then like parts of the hospital started leaking. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, like <laughs> it's coming inside. And then I wanna say the closest the eyewall was to where we were was about like, probably like six o'clock to like nine o'clock. It was so loud. I went into like one of the tiny workrooms that we have that's near like a bunch of patient beds and like tried to eat in there quietly. And all I could hear was like whoosh, whoosh, whoosh of the hurricane. I was like, Oh my God. Like the water in the toilets was like oscillating back and forth. Like I was like, Oh my God. Like this is like some alien shit. Like I hate this so much. I hate it. But it's okay. It's fine. We made it. I FaceTimed my nieces during the day because they live on the other side of the state. And they were like, let me see the storm. And I put my phone to the window and it's, you know, rainy. And my niece is like, it's foggy. I can't see. It's like, babe, it's a hurricane. Like, you're not going to be able to see it. And they were so fascinated by an air mattress. It was so funny. Someone was like, they've never been on an air mattress. I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know their sleeping arrangements when they're not at their house. But my older niece was so, she was like, it's full of air. I said, yeah. She was like, and you sleep on it. I'm like, yeah. She was like, with sheets? I was like, yeah. She goes, are your blankets made of air? And I was like, no. And she's like, huh. And like, I could just see her wheels turning. I said, it blows up like a balloon and you sleep on it. She was like, why? I was like, so you can pack it away and it's small for next time. And she was like, oh, I sleep on a bed of cotton. (laughs) I was like, oh, lucky you. (laughs) I don't. I have to sleep on this plastic because I'm locked in a hospital during a hurricane. But you're seven and you don't know what that means. (laughs) And the little mom was like, you're locked in the hospital? It's like, well, we can't open the doors. I'm not going to explain why, but we can't, we can't open them. It's unsafe. They're like, oh my goodness. Zizi, you're a hero. I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, it was funny. And then they like really wanted to see like the air mattress and our like whole setup. So like I took pictures and they were both like, wow, that's amazing. Like to them, it's a slumber party, but like can confirm it's not, can confirm not at all. Like, no. And what's interesting, so I've only ever worked in Florida, right? So, like, I've always been on some sort of hazard team. 
And the hospital I currently work does hazard pay a little bit differently. And there's four hours essentially in a 24-hour period that I'm not compensated for even though I'm at the hospital. That's not up for debate. That's just like strictly how it is. My feelings on that are going to be anonymous. But let's just say if that's my own time I'm not getting paid for, I'm going to have a beverage. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, if you're not going to pay me, sure. All right, let's let's uncover some some beverage that's in my cooler or someone else's cooler or someone else's bag. You know, everybody had it. It's fine. We don't have to talk about it. I'm not going to say what it was. Nothing like illegal, but like, you know, not typically found at work. But if I'm not getting paid, I'm not getting paid. So there we are. What I did not think about. So I, like I said, I packed my whole house and I packed like, I, I packed like three pairs. Of, I thought we'd be there for three days. I packed like three pairs of scrubs and like probably three sets of like lounge comfies. I wouldn't call the pajamas because I didn't pack like actual pajamas because I really don't have those. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like could be athleisure, could sleep in it type of like flex clothing. What I didn't pack was like extra shoes because it didn't occur to me that when I wasn't working, I would have to walk around the hospital. So I wore my work shoes like to walk around. That's fine. But like to get like to the bathroom, to the waiting room, I had to just wear socks which was strange, like walking past my manager's office, like just in socks. Like I was like, oh, like it really feels like camp, you know? And someone was like, oh, you can wear my shoes. Like they have a size six foot and I have a size nine foot. Like mm, not going to happen. But it's so strange because like at home I wear house shoes. So you'd think I would have packed that. And I'm always concerned about my outfits. But this was this, this, I don't even care. I don't even know. I was going to say, I don't even know if my scrubs are clean, but they were, I promise. <laughs> but like, it just was, it was just a really strange experience. Like really strange. Because like everyone's present, but like everyone's brain is going tick, 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 in the background. And like, it's, it's, it was really, it was just weird. It could have been a lot worse. Like I work with great people and everyone is really understanding of others. And I did not get as overstimulated as I thought I would, which is important to me because like I don't act well once too overstimulated. So that was good. But it was just like, like it could have been worse. Like the people could have been horrible. They could have ran out of food. Like there, there are times in other disasters in this country, like hospitals have no water, hospitals have no heat, hospitals have no food. Like we, I was not suffering. It's just a very odd experience. You know, like it's just, it's not normal. Like it's not normal to sleep where you work and be stuck there and then have to work. Like, it's not like I'm just stuck there like camping, you know, like I have to get up and work at 12. It's just, it, it, it's weird. Like, I know if you're a nurse that works with me and you're listening, you're like, yeah, I agree. It's weird. I just don't know how to explain it else. Otherwise, like, it's just such a strange concept but like the reason we get stuck there is because once the winds are a certain speed the police sheriff and fire can't go out to like make rescue calls 
So then essentially the roads get closed. Not like closed, like no one's on the roads, but like they can't answer calls, which means the helicopters can't fly, which means hospitals have to shut, have to close their doors. And then they also have a really strict policy about once the doors are locked, they stay locked because there's this whole concept of like outside versus inside pressure. And if you open the doors, the pressure will come inside and you can shatter all the windows. It's, it's a thing. I'm no meteorologist, but I learned a lot about pressure and millibars and like other things about hurricanes this storm. And like, again, I'm no Jim Cantori. Like I can follow along at this point. Like I'm, I'm informed, but my weather app really freaks me out because that forecast comb was so big. (laughs) Oh my God. Anyway. So we were there Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. We haven't heard a thing from the police. We haven't heard a thing from the sheriff because they're the ones that declare the roads are safe. Like they have to find the down trees, the down power lines. If roads are clear, have to be cleared, whatever. Before that even happened, my admin were like, you're going home today. You're going to go home. You'll go home after your shift. It's like, I want to be told by the powers that be, like by the people of the city who say it's safe for me to go on the roads because I don't want to, you know, drive down a main street and have a tree fall on me or like have a live wire somewhere and, you know, God forbid, whatever. Like, I don't know the first thing about a live electrical wire. I don't know the first thing about anything. Like, I don't know a thing about trees. There's so, there are so many trees. <laughs> like, I don't know the first thing about a tree. I have, I have nothing. Like, and you expect me to go home in the dark? Because my shift is over at seven? Oh my God. Wild. So the whole day I was like, are we going home? Are we not going home? Blah, blah, blah. People start packing and I'm like, I mean, I'll, I get, I guess mentally like I'll plan to go home at 730, but like, and I had coworkers like, what if I can't get home? Can I still sleep here? And they were like, hmm, hmm. It's like, well, hang on a second. Like I'm stuck here, right? You forced me to be here. Yes, you paid me, but still, like, I'm obligated to be here. But now I can't go home and I can't stay here. Where am I supposed to go? That sucks. So that was kind of frustrating. Um, But again, so distracted, wondering if my house was okay, wondering if my husband's okay. My sister-in-law's phone was working. Not my – I don't know if she has a different carrier than us, but, like, I was able to get texts back and forth to her. Um, And she said – I was so afraid. I was so afraid to ask about the condition of my house. Just because, like, because I couldn't see it with my own eyes, I didn't want to believe or not believe my husband or my sister-in-law. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, it seems okay. It's like, are you lying? Like, <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you lying to me? Like, or am I going to come home and find a hole in my fucking wall? Like, you know? So, like, I was really nervous to come home just because of that. But our house ended up being okay. We have two holes in our one ice cream, but who cares? Um, we got power back within like, I want to say it was pretty quick. We live really close to a hospital, not the one that I work at, but like really close enough to assume that we're on their grid. I want to say we got power back less than 20 hours, which was cool because as I mentioned before, my husband's absolute kryptonite is air conditioning. 
without air conditioning, the man is insufferable. And like, I know I give him a lot of flack on this show, but when I tell you it's the absolute truth and he cannot live without air conditioning and he will say till the moment he passes away, which hopefully is decades from now, that air conditioning is his favorite invention that's ever been invented. He's like, God bless the person who invented air conditioning. (laughs) And I don't disagree. I just have a little more suck it up and deal in my body than he does about the air conditioning. Just, just about that. Not in general, but just about that. I just have, I have a little more like, what am I going to do about it? You know, like we lost power, you know? So it, it, we are so lucky. We are so blessed to have been so lucky. I'm almost like in shock by how lucky. Um, my neighborhood, we live next to our HOA president and she's very involved in the neighborhood. My neighborhood is, as I've mentioned before, full of old people. So I was really worried like if something happened, they wouldn't be capable of, you know, doing one thing or the other, but everybody's okay. My neighborhood's okay. There's a few people with minor issues, but again, they're minor. That's, there's a couple trees down. It's going to be fine. But this was definitely something I could have lived without. This is nothing I want to repeat again. And I will not have to deal with this for quite some time because we're moving. Oh my God. I said it. We are moving. We are moving out of state. I know. Trust me, I'm just as surprised as you. Actually, not really. It has been on the books, like the books of ideas, you know, like when you get told something and it may not come to fruition for a while since about January, which is amazing that I've kept a secret for this long. We should tell Anna because she'll just be so thrilled because the only other secret I kept was hers. <laughs> if you're an OG, you know that story. Um, Yeah, we're moving to Texas the Dallas area. We're very excited. Paul got promoted, which means we have to move to where his company is. Um, we have a new house there and we are selling our house here, which is why I was so absolutely petrified we would have damage because we are under contract with a buyer already and that would have delayed things probably a bit. And it was very stressful. And I realized in the grand scheme of life and my stress compared to other stress, it's not even close. I don't want to make it seem like I am feeling that way. I'm just saying from my personal perspective, that was a big stress with this hurricane. Like haven't had to worry about it the whole time I lived in this house. And then when I'm selling it, there's a hurricane. (sighs) Everyone at work was like going out with a bang, huh? I'm like, I... (laughs) I didn't ask for this. I really, I, I was praying so hard. Like, please, Lord, keep my friends safe. Keep my family safe. Just keep everyone safe in their homes. Ugh. And I just, ugh, yeah. So we're moving. I know. There have been so many times the past two months, because I've known for a while, there have been so many times the past two months where I've tried to tell a story 
in a way that didn't make it seem like it was about us moving and it like probably now makes a lot more sense but like i i almost gave myself up a billion times honestly like <laughs> i don't know how i did it like again just sitting in a room talking to myself but i i don't know how it happened but yeah we're moving so excited so much content moving husband paul is going to be uh, my tiktok's this is this is the moment my tiktok is going to go crazy it's going to be so exciting i'm i'm really excited our house is so great. I'm very grateful to be selling our house in Florida. Packing is a bitch. <sighs> but it'll be okay. The Lord will provide. It'll be okay. My blood pressure has been unbelievable. <laughs> That's why my doctor gave me muscle relaxers. I think I mentioned that two weeks ago. I don't remember. My doctor gave me muscle relaxers because ever since my husband said we're moving, my shoulders have been so tight. Like I can't even move my neck. And she's like, oh, girl, you need something. I'm like, I know. I know, ma'am. I'm dying over here. <laughs> like, I'm freaking out. Telling my family was the worst part. My parents took it okay because as you have heard before, I lived in Asia as a kid, which means my parents had to tell their parents they're moving to Asia, which I don't have to say. My brothers could have taken it better, especially my brother who has – my nieces, he could have taken it better, but that's just his, that's just his manner. My little brother did fine. It's not like I'm moving continents away. Like it's able to, it's a nonstop flight from where we live, but it's all going to be fine. I'm really, really excited. I'm excited to share along the way. I already have a job, but I'm not working the holiday season. So you're going to have so much content for me which I know that's what you want. Maybe instead of the weekly Kate, I'll become the daily Kate. I don't know. I'm going to have to do something. we got to have this pod pop off. If you have ideas, please let me know. Anyway, that's my hurricane story. We're moving. This is a double episode week. So stick around for episode number two of this week, which is a pop culture update. Thank you for listening. Please share, subscribe, save the show. Share me on Instagram stories. If you tag me, I'll tag you back. Uh, leave a comment, rate, review, all the great things. And I'm Kate, and thank you for spending part of your week with me.